All right, we're continuing in the Hakdama of Mesilat Yesharim. So if you recall what, Hak- what Mesilat Yesharim had, I mean, had been describing until now, and he'll continue to describe this, is about how Ahava and Yira and many of the character traits that are, we imagine, somewhat intuitive and natural are actually matters which need Hergil, they need Shinun, they need a certain Tmidut, they need to be repeated and reviewed in order to be properly inculcated into our lives. We assume it's just who we are. We assume it's not complicated per se. We should be focused on more complicated and intricate issues. So that Yesharim made the point that oftentimes, if not always, the most simple sounding matters are the most difficult to actually make a part of you. So he says, V'kevan etzel kol hacham. So that's important in and of itself. And Mesilat Yesharim contrary to perhaps the, uh, the widespread notion, is written for hachamim. It's not written for the lay people and the simple people. You'd read the words and you'd say, any person can live up to this. He has it as for the hacham. He made this point, he makes it again. says, since it's clear, it's truthful for all hachamim, the importance of timimut and taharat and nikyona, He's talking, he's describing the avodah, the worship, the approach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which needs to be a betahara. Betahara means with a certain pure nature. A temimut means wholesome. Zulat elle without the appropriate approach to these matters and then being tamim and tahor so then you can as Yeshaya tells us at the very beginning of his book you can bring many sacrifices but HaKadosh Baruch Hu could turn to you and say well I'm not interested in if you don't have an approach if you don't have an approach in which you're coming with a certain tahara with the appropriate timimut so then what are you doing? After all, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's Pasuk in Divrei Hayamin. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has that way of seeing into our hearts, into our minds. He's uh, alluding over here, and he'll say it explicitly later on. Last week's parasha, that's right. Moshe Rabbeinu turns to Am Yisrael in Parashat Ekev and asks them, Ve'ata Yisrael, well, we'll get to the Pasuk in a bit, what's HaKadosh Baruch Hu asking of you? And of course, the fundamentals, the principles that mentioned in the Pasuk, are what Mesilat Yisharim is all about. He makes that clear at the end of this Hakdama. He could have uh, revolved this book around that Pasuk, Ahavat Hashem, Yirat Hashem, Lalechet Bidrachav, Dov Kabo, and so forth. Instead, he found the Ma'amar of Divrei Hachamim, which is more simple to break down. But fundamentally, that's what we're dealing with. So he says, how are you going to deal with Yom HaTochecha? Yom HaTochecha, he's alluding probably to the Gemara Masechet Hagiga, which has that statement, uh, what are we going to be able to answer on Yom HaDin, Yom HaTochecha? Yom HaTochecha, the word Tochecha, of course, means rebuke. Yom HaTochecha, the day of rebuke means the after life in this world existence. HaKadosh Baruch Hu turns to you and he says, listen, there was a matter which was most fundamental, principle, with regards to approaching me. And what were you focused on? Other thoughts and just activities. How are you going to be able to? Ha'yitachin she'yagav ya'amol sikhlenu b'hakirot ha'shelonitchayavnu ba'am. Are we possibly, potentially going to spend our life thinking about and developing our minds on matters and issues that we're not Commanded in bepilpulim, ashelo peri mehem. Going to deal with thoughts and processes which 
won't bring forth any true fruit. And from the issues that we're actually commanded in, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is commanding us and telling us this is what you need to be involved with, Ma HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what is God asking of you? Ma Adonai what is it? Those issues, you left that for Hergel, a word I want to return to in a second, and Mitzvat Anashim Melumada, Mitzvat Anashim Melumada, so that Yashanim later on will develop exactly what that means, but broadly and most basically speaking, it means without thinking about it, without being mindful about your activity. That's the type of life you're going to live. The word Hergel, certainly in contemporary Hebrew, is the same idea. Hergel is Milashon Regel. Regel, of course, our feet. Our feet are the most distant limb or part of our body from our head. So when we refer to people doing things in a mindless way, in, in, a, in a mechanical way, in Hebrew you'd use the word hergel. There's a particular irony which I like to point out, that that same pasuk that we were talking about, that many pesukim talk about lalechet bidrachav, walking in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which means say, there's a particular play on this with regards to how do you walk through life. Do you just walk through life? Or alternatively, is it a mindful, purposeful walk through life? Lalechet bidrachav means, I, the Navi describes, V'natati lecha mahalechim ben ha'omedim ha'ele. Pasuk describes how we are mahalechim as human beings. I know sometimes we refer to ourselves as medaberim, but sometimes as well we refer to ourselves as mahalechim, not for good reason. Mahalechim means to walk. Nefesh ha'chayim and sha'ar aleph develops the difference between the omedim. Omedim are the malachim. Malachim don't have the capacity to be creative, to be mindful, to move out of the box and determine what is it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants in developing a relationship. Human beings, we are mahalechim by definition. There's an irony over here because the word hergel Milashon Regel again is the antithesis, but it makes a lot of sense. There's a fine line that divides what we do in life. You can be walking side by side me, we're walking to the exact seeming destination, but we're doing it all together different. Differently. You're being Holech, I'm just doing Hergel. You have some mindful approach to this. You in anything and everything that you do. And, and that's why I love the description. The halicha, we're not talking about limut. We're not even talking about ayun. We're not talking about particular thoughts in the context of the black and white Torah. We're talking about your walk through life. Is your walk through life one which is characterized as a halicha? Abraham Avinu, I'd say, all the time was holech throughout, from the beginning of his life till the end. Lech lecha, the beginning of his life, and Akedah Yitzhak starts with lech lecha as well. Kum hitalech ba'aretz, he's holech v'nasoa ha'negba. Abraham Avinu is constantly being holech. That halicha is a purposeful halicha. Holech, always about the movement, but again, it's halicha as opposed to Indeed, and yeah, of course. Tanad Veliyahu has altikre halichot ela halachot, and that the halacha that we follow has a way of transforming hergel into halicha. That's very much the same the same idea. If your perspective on life is one which is mindful and purposeful, it's altogether different, even though it might appear the same because you're in the same work and you do it in the same supermarket, in the same street, in the same car as the other person. 
That's altogether different. They're doing hergel, and you're doing halichaf. You're doing it right. Imlonis takanu v'lo iyanu Of course, Masilai Sharim continues. Says you want to know what awe, reverence, fear. To find the word yira accordingly. I know Joe will give me a hard time on that one. If you want to find, that, if you've done this more than once, I've said one one of those three, and you've told me a different one. I don't remember which. As if you want to find what the true one is. So you have to look into it. You have to be me'ayin, without iyun, without histaklut, without, without, the, without reading this book is what he's suggesting, without giving it thought. You can't actually have yira, and that's what we're being asked to do for good reason. He says, how are we going to escape the hevel ha'olami? Slaydi Sharim will use those words several places in this book. Harambam is the precursor to that. Harambam, when he talks about the remes of the shofar, it's to awaken us from hevle ha'olam, from the winds, the vicissitudes, uh, the spirits of the time. That's what it's supposed to. Harambam uses that in the context of mezuzah as well. Harambam says mezuzah is supposed to awaken us from hevle ha'olam. Hevle ha'olam means the vanities of this world, all that exists around us. As Mesilat Yesharim, there are many distractions. There's a wide and vast world which he knows, and he'll, he'll say that. He knows you're going to be involved in. How are you going to overcome that, or how are you going to traverse it in the appropriate yirat shamayim? Approach if you don't have the right ayun. Halotishkach or tishachach vetelech. Those are amazing words. He'll say those words one or two more times. He says if you don't, if you don't steer clear with regards to focus on yirah, he says it will be forgotten from you. Forgotten from you. Who said you achieved it in the first place? He's going to say it about Ahavat Hashem in a second as well, a similar lashon. What Misilati Sharim is hinting at is that somehow inherent to each human being, certainly to Am Yisrael, is a Yira, is an Ahavat Hashem. So the way Harambam describes it, if you go out and you develop yourself in nature, in the world, and you're mindful, you're going to awaken that within yourself. It's just that it's Mishakeah Otanu. It's that the world makes it forgotten from us. It's the famous words of Harambam in Echot Gerushin, where Harambam says if a person is uh, abstaining from divorcing his wife in the situation where the Hachamin determined he should be, it's a Gemara on third Perik of Masechet Kiddushin, so Makinoto Achiomaroseani. Beat him up until, don't try that one today, until he says, I want to. Oh, wait a second, it's Get Me'use, it's a Get which is under his duress. Says Harambam, in truth, the person, so it's basing on the Gemara, Mitzvah Lishmo Divre Hachamin. He says, in truth, each person wants to fulfill not only Torah, but in the right fashion. And it's just my words right now, which are Meshakeach, means deep seated within us. It's the Gemara and Berachot, which says, we all want to do your Rason, but what's making us forget it? It's the Seor Sheba'isa, it's our laziness, it's the Hametz, a part of life which brings us away from our true nature. So that he's already hinting at when he has, he says you're going to, that makes us forget it, it'll be eluding us, being forgotten. He says same thing with love, that loyalty, how will we find it within us? I, guess, I mean, it's easy to, to, to describe this in a relationship as well. And 
not with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you're in a relationship with another person and you're distant from them for a long time, you have a way of forgetting them. You have to just, oh, but wait a second, I still love them. You might still love them. You haven't thought about that love. You might still have some sort of respect for them, but if you haven't been involved with them, so you're not actually inspired to that. That's the statement over here. I mean, it's something... Uh, personally, we all struggle with if you don't have that constant consciousness and mindfulness about Hakadosh Baruch Hu, about his involvement in this. Although you can and will unequivocally state, "This is who I am," uh, but it's, it's, it might, you know, it's it's the um, it's the Yonah statement, which he's able to say proudly, which we're supposed to envy. Um, you know, he's he's quick. It's an ironic circumstance. He's running from the Sivuya of Akadosh Baruch Hu, but he finds himself on this Oniyah. And on this boat, they ask him, the Malachim, the sailormen, who are you? Where do you come from? And what do you do? What's his response? Ivri Anochi, and I have fear of, of God, of the, the true God. That's his response. That's his response. Deep seated, that defines who I am. That's the description through and through. I might forget that sometimes. I might have the vanities of life overcome me on that. He says, Mesilati Sharim, that's the wake up call that's necessary at all times. He says, So too with Ahava, Me'ain Yavoh Devekut, Vahit Lahatut, Benafshoteno, Imoid Barach, Vim Torato, Imnonish E, El Gedulato, El Rome Muto, Ashe Yolid, Bilibeno Hadevekutaze. How are we going to come to that appropriate, necessary cleaving Takadosh Baruchu unless we pay attention to his Rome Mut, his grandeur? Echtitan Mahshavateno, Imnonish Tadel Nakotam in Hamumin Shematilba. So now instead of just describing the externals, it talks about our own teva, our own physical nature. That has a way of making us forgetful from the true matters that, that sit at our core. The ahava, the ira, the nekiyut, the tahara. V'hamidot kulam hasirichot kol kach tikun v'hayshara. Mi'yashirem, mi'yitakenem, im lo nasim lev alehem. And beyond the thought and the emotions, just our actions, if we're not constantly thinking about them, and that's what Mesilat Yesharim will do, to remind us about the straightening of them. We'll never have them straight. Things that are walking and moving straight, if they don't have constant calibration, they become off-kilter. I mean, we know that in the natural world, we should know it about ourselves. If we truly knew this, we'd be developing it within ourselves and we'd be spreading it to others. In today's day and age, the word that's often used in the secular world for the same concept, but just outside of religion, is identity. If you've defined your identity... Well, that's the word. If you've defined, if you've said Ivri Anochi, if you've said Et Hashem Ani if you're able to say those words, you know who you are. So then everything else fits into place. But we forget identity. Instead, and, and again, you know, the, the question really is, how do you come to mitzvat anashim milumada? How do you come to hergil? I'm doing all the mitzvot, I'm going to minyan, I'm involved in everything. The question is, do you know why you're doing that? Do you have something that overarches your personality, your definition of who you are? If you don't, so then you're throwing a lot of darts, some are hitting, others aren't, and you have no idea because you're somewhat blindfolded, but you're doing all the right things, but you have no idea how they come together. So effectively, you're blinded to the reality of what's taking place around you in your own life if you haven't given it appropriate thought. That's the identity. That's the irat Hashem, the havad, the dveikut. Huma shama shelomo im tevakshenu kakesef vechamatmonim tehapsena az tavin yirat Hashem. 
It's the statement of Shilomo HaMelech. If you search for Yirat Hashem, the iconic, iconic words of Mesilat Yisharim coming right up, like kesef, like silver, and like matmonim, which means something that's hidden, then you'll understand Yirat Hashem. The iconic words are the following. He says, Eno Omer, Shilomo does not say in Mishle, as Tavin Philosophia. It doesn't say that if you search for it like silver or hidden goods, then you'll understand philosophy. Or Tavin Techuna, as Tavin, excuse me, as Tavin Techuna, as Tavin Nefua, as Tavin Dinim. It's not about uh, the mechanics of existence or the, uh, the medicine or the law. As Tavin Halachot, or Ela, as Tavin Yirat Hashem. It's specifically and only Yirat Hashem, which again seems counterintuitive. I have to search and seek fear of God, shouldn't that just be who I am? Certainly should just be who you are, but you don't pay attention to your identity, you get lost in just the activities of life, even if they're quote-unquote good activities. If you don't take time to stop and to question yourself as to why you're doing what you're doing, I talk about it all the time, and I fail at it more than everyone else. What are my own values? Why is it that I'm doing what I'm doing? If you don't ask those questions, so you're doing a lot of the right things, but they're falling flat, or they're being skewed and going in other directions. Stopping to ask yourself, what is my identity? Do I have Yirat Hashem? What is Yirat Hashem? That's to a certain extent what it's all about. Hare lechashi lehavin hayira sarich levakesh ota kekesev lehapes ota kematmonim. Hare or hadai efo bame she melumad lano meavotenu mashe mefursam etzel kol bendat derech klal or nimtzad zeman lechol shear halke ayun velayun hazel lo yezeman lama lo yikva adam leatzmo itim lefachot listakilut hazel imukrachu b'sheerit zemano lifnot el ayunim or el asakim acherim. So at the very least, to put aside some time in your schedule, in your life, to pay attention to fundamental matters such as these. I says, I'm aware that you might be involved in other things that are necessary for your livelihood, but to stop and to think about what you're doing, how could you not? He cites a pasuk from Iov and then a Gemara in Shabbat. Hen yirat Adonai hi chokma. So the pasuk says, Hen yirat Adonai hi chokma. The derasha of the hachamim is the word hen belashon yevani in Greek. The word hen means one. So in turn, the derasha of the Gemara, Masech, Shabbat, and Daf Lamed, Aleph, Amud Bet, says the Gemara says over there, Yirat Hashem is number one chokhmah. What do you mean it's number one chokhmah? Of course, you'll say, Reshit chokhmah Yirat Adonai as well. What does that mean? Again, he's going to say it's very important, right? That's what is going to be his point. Well, why is it to that extent? I mean, listen, I got it. Philosophy and Tichuna and Rufu, why are you taking out of this? But Yirat Hashem, chokhmah Torah, you can't put on the same. Why is it Yirat Hashem? I think it's the exact same point. I think the number one, the, the, the vision with regards to the Hachamim Misilat Yesharim over here of Yirat Hashem means it gives perspective. It frames who you are and what you see afterwards. Ezu Hacham Haro'e'et Hanolad means I now have a vantage point for what's coming and how it fits into my life. Without the Yirat Hashem, I might have lots of very good thoughts and actions, but if I have not structured it, if I haven't framed it, I assume you come in contact with this with coworkers or bosses or employees all the time. You have a person 
who knows how to say all the right things and even do the right things, but they can't close the deal. They're lacking a certain intuition. Why are they lacking a certain intuition? Because they don't have that, what we're calling in our context, Yerat Hashem. In business, it's whatever, the understanding of the business model, what you're trying to sell, what you're trying to do in this in this business. That's the statement over here. The Yerat Hashem, sure there are other Chochmot, but if you don't have this prerequisite, so then you're missing a certain spirit of, of Judaism, of who you are, of a human being. And I'm sorry, Musa, on your porch to talk about America's national pastime, but there, there is, I, I like to quote this as well, Ron Darling. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Oh, eh? My childhood. No, Alena, when you were in, uh, in, in Damascus. Yeah. 1988. <laughs> so Ron Darling had the following uh, Hakira. Uh, um, I, I, once, I once read it, actually. I actually never heard of him. He said that there's a question in baseball, what's considered a check swing? Is a check swing, a check swing, you know, this? Zev has taught you this yet? It's when you haven't swung the bat all the way. So sometimes they turn to the umpire and the umpire says it's a strike, other times he says it's not a strike. Ron Darling was a pitcher. Safik. He didn't know what it was. Safik. It's a safik. It's a safik lidina. So he spoke, he spoke to a bunch of umpires and he asked them, he had two tzedadim to the hakira. Either it's the way your wrists go around on the bat, or it's if your bat went more than halfway around the plate. Those were the two tzedadim. He said, invariably, every single umpire told him it's neither one of those. So what do you mean? So then what is it? He said to him, it's if you offer at the pitch. I've told you this one. It's if you offer at the pitch. I mean, if you offer at the pitch. That's right. So if you offer, how do I know if I offer at the pitch? You'll know when you offer at the pitch. In other words, if you're in it, I'm saying it deal for us. If you have the Yerat Hashem, so then you know this is an appropriate move for me to make. This is the right decision. It's the reason we turn for guidance to, to other people for guidance sometimes because we're hoping that they have that intuition they see in between the lines they know if you're offering at the pitch or not I'm an outsider to the game it's a second language to me I don't understand it's altogether different I'm not the first to, I'm not the first I'm not the first to, to use baseball as a, as a way as a road to God there's a book written I once read it's not worth your time but by John Sexton he was the president of NYU it's called Baseball as a Road to God I heard John Rabbi Sachs quote it I thought maybe it was interesting it wasn't worth the time but at the very least he shares with me that uh, you know baseball could be a mashal but it's the same point right here by the way the hevgel could be baseball is baseball alternatively the halicha is baseball is something that inspires anyway all right so anyway says v'amru razal hen echad harisha hayirahi chokma v'hi levada chokma yirat hashem is the chokma uvadai she'en nikra chokma ma she'en bo'ayun and you can't consider something a chokma a field of knowledge if you don't look into it ach ha'emeti ki iyun gadol sarich al kol devarim ha'ele ladat otam be'emet v'lo asat ha'dimyon v'hasevara ha'kozevet if you want to truly understand this you can't just do this through um, hodgepodge trying to figure it out without Outside, wrongful thoughts. I'm just going to finish the par- paragraph. Kol sheken liknot otam lahasigam mashit bonen bam yirei sheena hasidut alui beotam advarim sheyachshevu mit hasidim atipshim ela bedivresh leimut amiti vechokma rabba. He makes the point, and he will in the next paragraph quote from the pasuk in Parashat Eikev, which we talked about earlier. He says there are people who think they know what piety is. They believe they know what it means to be a hasid. He says they're far from a proper understanding of that, and that's his goal. That's his ambition throughout Mitzilat Yisharim to define. Find for us these terms, Yirat Hashem, Ahavat Hashem, Alechabit Varachav, having Shelemut Alev, what it means to be a Hasid and a Yereshemaim. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, Amen.